This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Hello everyone and welcome back to Tunes and Talks. I hope you're having a good week. Today we're joined by a very special guest all the way from Auckland. Would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Lucy. This is Lucy. Um, you can't see her, but she's here. We're actually in Emma's cupboard again today, so yeah. Um, hope the sound's better than last week. But yeah, Lucy is a very, very special guest. She's dri- driven up all the way from Auckland today to be on the podcast. And yeah, do you want to tell us a little bit about kind of your background and your story? Sure. Um, so when I was 13, I was diagnosed with Hodgkin's lymphoma, which was a cancer in my neck. Um, I was diagnosed four days before Christmas, so I spent Christmas and New Year's all in that hospital. Um, I finished treatment the day before I started high school, and I was in remission for about a year until the cancer came back um, on both sides of my neck and down my chest. And it was a bit more aggressive, so I spent a lot more time in hospital. Um, in total, I've had seven rounds of chemo, six operations, two ports, uh, I lost my hair completely. Um, yeah, and on, in July I'll be four years cancer free. Um, and I started a business called Toxic Smiles when I was 16. And yeah, it's going good. <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah, so my next question kind of is where are you today? Like, where are you kind of at today with your whole cancer journey and kind of the behind the scenes sort of stuff about what you still have to deal with? Yeah, so I'm still in um, a, what's called a LEAP program, so it's a long-term aftercare kind of program for childhood cancer survivors. So it's like three um, appointments a year at the hospital with a nurse, doctor and psychologist. Um, that kind of just includes like just checking up, make sure the cancer's still not back. Um, I recently just had one on Wednesday and kind of also um, chemo wipes out your whole immunity, so I have to get revaccinated every year or something really? so I just had three injections on yeah Friday. I saw that on your TikTok my arms are still sore from it and I had a blood yeah. test so I'm only just being able to move my arms a couple of days later oh my gosh I'm but. like such a <laughs> pussy with needles and when I saw your TikTok of like what like yeah. what was it like four yeah oh my gosh in one day yeah wasn't Man. very fun. No. I think I woke up at like 3am and all my um, friends at hall heard me screaming because it was just oh, so painful. It's like a real painful like arm workout yeah. or something. <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah, what are some of your biggest obstacles that you've had to overcome on your journey? And kind of like, what are some of your biggest obstacles today as well, just in life from sort of the whole cancer, cancer thing? I think it's kind of kind of like claiming your life back in a way like I was so sick for so much of like school and that that I missed what normal teenagers would you know take it for advantage of just getting into like normal things like being able to just start sports again or be able to actually go physically into school and just keeping up with your friends and yeah (laughs) so kind of like people these days sort of I mean, anyone would, like, take advantage of just being able to go to school. Yeah, it's a lot of things you don't understand until... You can't do them anymore. It's yeah. like COVID, I reckon. Yeah. With, like, travelling and stuff, everyone took that for granted until they couldn't do it anymore. But even the simplest things with people that... Oh, my gosh, that makes a noise on my actual computer. Damn it. Is it going to do it again? All right, we're good. Yeah, people that, like, they don't realise that 
with cancer or with like something where you're really really sick there's the simplest things you can't do yeah like going to school or actually playing like a sport that you're interested in yeah like did you have any sport that you were in that you had to kind of let go I was a big cheerleader, so I did competitive cheerleading for like four years. Really? Our and flatmate Danny does cheerleading too. Yeah, so f- I think about four weeks before I was diagnosed, oh no, what was it? I was diagnosed and then four weeks later we were supposed to go to Hawaii for like, we were te- like a New Zealand team to like represent really? New Zealand. And couldn't go. Oh my gosh. Gutting, but um, no, I was a netballer as well, so I had to stop netball. Are you getting back into some of that now at uni? Um, we've kind of just been going to the gym. Oh, don't yeah. have much time, to be honest. No, literally, like, I don't even have any time to go to the gym these days. It sucks. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, hold on. What are some of the things that have kept you happy and positive through your journey with cancer? I think being able to, like, just kind of share my story and kind of meet so many different people and across the world and kind of share the ups and downs in my journey it's kind of kept me going yeah for sure I feel like there's not many people that kind of are your age and can share their story I feel like it's usually yeah. either like younger kids or like older people yeah there's definitely a gap especially when I was diagnosed there was no one I knew around me that was sick like that mm, so you couldn't so really like really hard to like relate to somebody or have someone to like look up to or talk to but the messages that I receive like on the daily I get like heaps up for people around the world that are like sick and they've seen my TikToks or they've come up on their For You page or something and just being able to like look at them and, and like not feel alone as yeah. well or have something to look at and distract them even <laughs> yeah yeah like wait where is it oh my gosh I forgot I had something really good to say but it's gone <laughs> what advice would you offer any young people experiencing cancer in their family either like in themselves or in a family friend or family member um, I think I've always said being able to talk to somebody and it's I know it's not the easiest thing to do but just having someone that you talk to and trust um, has just helped me you know I have to I'm seeing two psychologists at the moment and just being able to talk to them yeah anything going on it's just helped me clear my head <laughs> yeah because it's not just gonna, going as soon as like with anything in life as it stops it's not just all the problems aren't just going to go away like yeah when you're declared cancer free it's not like oh like i'm just yeah completely the way i was before like i think that's the thing that i've i struggled with the most at the start was thinking once i was better then you get your whole life back but yeah. in reality it's not the same there's so many ongoing things that I'll still be going through for probably most of my life as a result of my treatment but yeah and like mental things as well yeah especially like kind of fears and thoughts and stuff like that exactly but yeah it's yeah. definitely good to have someone to talk to like yeah. even if even if it's not a psychologist or anything just like a friend a family member yeah and like even if it's not in yourself either if you're not suffering from cancer like yeah. or anything and talking to someone about something you're worried about with yeah. a friend or yeah um where's my next question what are your proudest moments and your highlights of kind of your whole <laughs> social media journey um ooh, probably actually probably like the women's weekly magazine we did for that which was pretty cool um yeah, we did like a full photo shoot and everything and that was pretty cool. Or 
We did us. Um, I surprised him on Seven Sharp. Oh, we got his girl. Oh. <gasps> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's still going. Keep going. Um, or it was I surprised my mum on Seven Sharp for good as gold and oh, they had like cameras come to her 50th birthday um that was pretty cool but that's so cool yeah it's cool you can give back from that sort of thing yeah did you have like a I know that some cancer patients get like a wish did you have one of those yeah I had to make a wish it was my it was my 16th birthday so I am like the biggest fan of Ed Sheeran it's my, oh my gosh. low key that's like my secret um but <laughs> for my 16th Exposed. yeah so when, so when he came couple of years ago he was doing a concert here and my first wish was to meet him um but then he declined it because he said he was too busy <laughs> so I, t I was like okay well I'll have like a sweet 16th Ed Sheeran theme party oh that's so, so cool they like picked uh, 50 of my friends up in like a limousine we went to Eden Park we had the whole Eden Park and they decorated like Ed Sheeran themed everything wow really it was incredible yeah we had oh, karaoke gosh. everything Wow, that's so cool. Yeah. The whole of Eden Park, that's like massive. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, I kind of asked you this before, but what are some things that people don't realise that you still have to deal with now? Like the treatments and stuff that you still have to go through now? Yeah. Um, other than like the immunisations and that getting back, you're still dealing with like fertility problems that could arise in the future. So I had a surgery when I was 15 to remove half of my eggs and my right ovary. So my parents still have to pay to have them frozen and Gosh. to have a chance of hopefully having children on my own in the future. So wow, always scary and yeah, it's crazy how much stuff people don't realize. Um, all right, moving on to something a little bit lighthearted now. <laughs> Tell us about your nonprofit organization. How did you get started and where are you today with that? Um, so yeah, that's Socks for Smiles. Um, I think Emma was actually one of the first people we actually talked about Socks for Smiles with. Go Emma! Emma's Ooh. back there. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we started when I was 16. It started in one of my sports science classes at school. And then slowly has reached places that we didn't think it was going to go. And we've done three Christmas drops and raised nearly $4,000 in total. Yeah, so what's kind of the ethos behind it? Like, what's the, the complete goal for it? Like, you're raising money for cancer? Yeah, so we were raising money to buy gift packs for children in Starship Hospital in Auckland. Oh, wow. So that was where I spent most of my time. So we talked with all my doctors and my nurses, and we put together, like, a big Christmas drop every year and just hand out all these, like, little gift packs with games, toys, everything. Is that where the socks come in as well? Yeah, so the That's socks so are included in... Um, the packs cool yeah and where are you with that today still kind of going with that today at all yeah we should be doing our we're doing our fourth it'll be our fourth christmas drop at the end of the year so we're slowly starting to actually put that together that's exciting yeah cool and what are some obstacles you've had to face in your socks for smiles journey like business wise stuff like that um <laughs> like are there things that people don't realize that you have to set up to run that whole thing oh i remember like a year ago it was just you're spending hours and hours contacting different places and connecting with different people to help with the um christmas drop trying to like deal with my health deal with friendships there's like a lot that actually goes into it yeah for sure especially if it's not for profit too it's like yeah. you're not actually really profiting off of it so it's all yeah. for fundraising yeah 
but it's a lot of fun. Yeah, for sure. What advice would you give someone wanting to start a non-profit organization or business? Um, probably just get started, brainstorm and do what you love. Um, because it's fun, always fun doing something that you love. <laughs> yeah. And you have a passion behind it. Yeah. I mean, it's like this as well. It's like talking to random people. <laughs> but I like it, so, yeah. And what's your best piece of advice to offer someone that you've kind of gained through your whole life with everything that you've been through? What have you kind of, have you heard anything from anyone that you really picked up on? Um, I remember the one thing that I've kind of remembered from being sick in the hospital when my doctor said, he's like, life is tough, but you're tougher. And it's kind of just, that's just the one thing that's kind of stuck with me during um, everything. (laughs) And I know you've met some pretty cool people through (laughs) your whole journey. So kind of like do some name dropping, kind of list off who you've, like your idols and stuff that you've met. I know you've already talked about the Ed Sheeran birthday party, but maybe one day you'll actually meet him. (laughs) Yeah, hopefully. Who else have we met? Um, John O'Ben and Sharon. Um, oh, that's cool. We've done Sam Wallace from The Breakfast Show. Um, Georgia from ZDM. Um, Sharon, oh, Sharon Casey, yeah. Oh, there's been a lot of people. What about uh, Jazz Thornton? Oh, yeah, Jazz Thornton. We met, I, we met, I met Jazz, um, Jen the other day, actually. Did you really? I ran into her at the shop and she noticed me. She came up to me. <laughs> it was it was the most fun. Like a fangirl moment? Really? I was oh just gosh. like, she, she, was, she came up to me and I was like, am I supposed to come up to you? Um, but she's really lovely, and it's so um, cool. Doctor Steph, who was Jazz and uh, Jazz's doctor, um, she's actually getting the same ankle surgery as me. She really. Has. I'm still waiting for mine, um, but we met each other in the doctor's office and just started talking. Um, but yeah, they were really nice and lovely. That's so cool, and it's kind of like hopefully by doing all your stuff, you'll be like that to people. Yeah. Already, uh, and one day in the future. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> Is there anything else that like you feel like I haven't asked because we're firing through these questions I've just run out like do you want me to like what do you think people want to hear I don't know it's up to you um ooh hey Emma uh yeah do you want to come join us for a second yeah I can come join you <laughs> we have a special guest hello she's, she's back down. She Emma's here you can't get rid of her can't get rid of her she's back um, so I want to know, like, kind of how you guys sort of met. <laughs> like, how, because Lucy and Emma both do social media and kind of run their own small businesses and have their own stories and stuff. So how did you kind of, how did you, like, connect with each other over social media? Do you want to explain or want to explain? You go for it. Okay. So it would have been, like, just over two years ago, I got a DM from Lucy and this was when I sort of, my YouTube was kind of just starting to gain traction and they were the first people that contacted me for like a brand deal and they offered to send me some socks and I was absolutely stoked about it. In fact, I, I, I literally wear the socks all the time. Um, she does. The pink like fluffy bed socks, so good. Anyway, um, yeah, so then she messaged me and then I ended up working with them like promoting their socks for a little bit and then we kind of just became friends and then we just like, I guess the rest is history. So you guys kind of are each other's like hype girls on like yeah like, i see you commenting on each other's stuff i love it literally because <laughs> i feel like in new zealand there's not like a whole heap yeah. of no. like influencers that like 
Like, there's sure there's like some influences, but then like I feel like yourself, like you're really genuine. Yeah, and I feel like a sure. lot of people don't come across that way. So it's nice to have someone who's like, I feel like we're <laughs> got like similar content kind of. Yeah, I feel like you guys are really easy to reach out to as well. Like both of you, even before I knew Emma. Like, <laughs> I feel like it's because we know like we're just normal people. Yeah. And so we're like happy to help because we know what it feels like to be in the opposite situation. Yeah. Yeah, sure. But yeah. I feel like I need a few more questions. I'm struggling. How about you do like a quick fire like um like this or that? Right, yep, good idea. I've been wanting to do random stuff for quite a while. <laughs> right, we're gonna do some quick fire questions. Um I kinda wanna play like this random game that I play with our flatmates and they all like Oh my gosh, yes. You know which one I'm gonna play, yes. right? <laughs> right, the game's called Salad or Sandwich. Oh, that's not what I thought we were gonna Wait, do. what were you gonna the on the count of three one? Oh no, we'll do that next. Okay. <laughs> so it's sandwich. I heard it on like one of my favorite YouTubers' videos, and it's like anything you like. Literally, you could point to like say Emma's cupboard, and like what would you feel that that is like a salad or a sandwich? <laughs> like it's the stupidest game it ever. It took me so long to get my I, head around. And like Alpha has very strong opinions on it. Like, <laughs> like it's it's hard to explain. See, like I like would I would call my wardrobe like my cupboard. I would call it a salad. See, me too, but then I would call your room a sandwich because it's, like, organised. <laughs> you, you see what we mean? Lucy's like, what have I walked oh into? <laughs> I get it, yeah. So, like, say, like, a beach. What would a beach be? Like, a full salad. Yeah. Am I right? A salad. A salad. Yeah. And, like, like our kitchen when we're cooking. Oh, that's a, that's a salad. A salad. <laughs> <laughs> when we're not cooking more of a sandwich, when we start cooking. See, I feel... Like the highway outside salad, yeah. But then I also feel like the uni library is like a full-on sandwich. Yeah. But like <laughs> Lucy thinks so crazy. Thing I've seen. <laughs> so fun. But yeah, like I don't know. I have very strong opinions on it. But yeah. Um. What was the other game that you? That's fine. Don't worry about it. It won't die. Okay. It's fine. How much was it on when you started? Like twelve. Okay. Um. What was that? The this or that? What was that one? Like this is that like you say like would you rather like eat something ridiculous or like yes. that sort of thing? Yes. All right. So would you rather um, <laughs> Messi Halls or University of Waikato? Because <laughs> you've been to both now, so you can judge this. Waikato. Really? Oh, really? No. Ooh. <laughs> See, I would have originally like before I met you, Dave, fully said Messi. No. Yeah. But after our conversation, yeah, yeah. she showed us some pretty cute videos of. Brown water. <laughs> tap. Yeah, what would you say? Because your brother was at Massey. I feel like Waikato is more of like a family sort of type of thing because I feel like I feel like you guys all stay within like your buildings kind of to an extent. Like yeah, I feel like when I went to Waikato, I feel like everyone knew. Everyone. Everyone just like went to, to just yeah to try those places, but I think at Massey it's very like there's Puki Kamtoi like you just stick to your halls. Yeah, it's that's what I noticed when I went to go visit as well. Yeah. Um, All right, cookies or cake? Cookies. Cake. Cake. I think cake. Like we have cake. Yeah, we have cake and cookies actually. <laughs> Donuts or candy? Donuts. 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 Um, do you guys like swimming pools or beaches? Beaches? I like the salt water. See, I'm a pussy with like stuff under my feet. <laughs> so like beaches, but like swimming pools for like the swimming part. Mm. I think I'm the same. I have like a major fear of like being eaten by a shark. 
Oh my gosh, when yeah. I was like getting drifted out to sea and not coming back. Same. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Same. Like even though I know that I can swim, like I'm just worried that something's just gonna take me. Yeah. Um, Disney or Netflix? Disney. Morgan's like. I don't really watch either. I'm so lame. Like we don't really watch movies at all. Nah. And our flatmates are like obsessed with movies. Like Rachel watches a movie a night. And me and Emma just don't. Oh my god. I don't think I had the attention span for that. <laughs> oh, here we go. TikTok or YouTube? <laughs> it's like the two Ooh. platforms. <laughs> Ooh. TikTok. I see. I, I'm going to say TikTok as well because I feel like, again, I don't have the attention span for YouTube. <laughs> see, for watching, I would definitely say TikTok. Yeah. And content creating. Emma's. YouTube. But then TikTok's so fun. Yeah, I like TikTok. I, 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 like, appreciate people who can make good TikToks, like yourself. Like, I just find it so hard to keep up. Like, I <laughs> constantly come up with a new idea. We blurt out TikToks all the time, and he was like, sorry. Yeah, they're, <laughs> like, they're like, quote TikToks. I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Instagram, or, oh, this is a stupid question, but Instagram or Facebook? Instagram. Instagram. <laughs> a day with your best friend or a party with everyone you know. So, like, that's interesting for you guys, because you know some pretty cool people. I feel like a party because I feel like I don't really have like a best friend. Neither. Mm. I don't have one. I've had multiple <laughs> best yeah. friends. I have, I have a few like a like a group of really close friends. But then a party with everyone you know. Like I'm not saying I have a lot of friends but I know a lot of people. So there'll be a mm. shit ton of people. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> right we'll finish with like a real real dry one. Breakfast or dinner? Dinner. Dinner. Dinner for sure. Are you guys breakfast people ever? I eat breakfast, but I don't enjoy it. <laughs> I have no. like I just I'm not a breakfast person. Are you like a coffee for breakfast sort of person? Yep. It's like Rachel. I have yeah. a coffee machine in my room now, and it's just. Do you like, really? I just put one in like an espresso one. Oh Gosh. yeah, it's a it's bad addiction though. It's <laughs> <It's> expensive addiction. <laughs> in like a uni room, and you walk in, it just smells like coffee. Oh, yeah. oh how good would that be? Mm. Me and Emma just benefit off Rachel's coffee machine because we like the smell. <laughs> yeah, we like the smell, not the taste. Don't like the taste, like the smell. But yeah. Oh well, I think it just about wraps it up because I can. Oh, also, I'll cut this part out, but I need like three songs from you. Like your favorite three songs. Oh, okay. If that's all good, you can yeah. just text them to me or anything. Okay. But yeah. So yeah, um, that's about it for today. Um, wow, I can't end this. <laughs> oh my gosh. What are you trying to say? <laughs> I don't know, Emma. <laughs> I can find myself from my own job. <laughs> That's about it for today. Thank you guys so much for listening. And thanks, Lucy, for making the trip down from Auckland for this. Thank you for having me. It's okay. I hope you guys got really inspired and kind of learned a bit more about the behind the scenes of what it's like to be a two-time cancer survivor. Very impressive. And yeah, like how you can kind of deal with that afterwards and the stuff you can do to help. And yeah, thank you so much for sharing your story. It was really, really, really inspiring. And I hope you guys kind of like listen and take some of her advice away with you for everyday life. And yeah, thank you for listening. Have a good week and I'll see you next week. Woohoo! Thanks for listening to this Free FM podcast. If you want to hear more content like this, you can support Free FM via Patreon. Head to patreon.com slash freefm89 to find out more.